Hey, uh, welcome to Reality Breached. Uh, I don't, not, not sure what episode this is going to be. Uh, looks like episode 25? I can never keep track of that crap. Um, hey, it's Sergio. Uh, I'm your host. Uh, this is going to be another episode where, where Josh and I have lunch. Um, the other one, I don't know how well you can actually hear what we are talking about, but, uh, we, we go over some really good topics. This time, I think, if I remember correctly, we were at a Wendy's this day. I could be wrong. It might be the McDonald's day. I don't. I don't know. I've, it's been a while. Either way, uh, we're going to kick it off with a conversation about Iron Man three. So I hope you enjoy. Uh, we should be back with a normal episode soon. So keep on breaching on. Keep no, no, that doesn't work. I don't know. Just yeah. Until next time. Uh, thanks for listening and enjoy. What was I going to talk about? Iron Man three. Oh yeah, yeah. So you finished Iron Man three? Yeah. What did what did you think? Uh, it wasn't as good as Iron Man two. What? I don't think so. What? I don't think so. Okay, what was wrong with it? Nothing really wrong with it. It was it was a good movie. It just there was a whole lot of the suit and suits, and not really him in the suit. There was, yeah, there was a lot of the suit. Like, I like the push that the Mandarin was really an actor. Yeah, yeah. That's the twist I would prefer. I actually did like Pepper becoming a badass for a second there. I did. See, that was... Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> That's, that was my problem with the end of the movie. Was it? Yeah. I really, I really, really hated the end of this, like, that whole sequence. Like, at first when she fell, I was like, oh my god, how did they kill Pepper? Oh wait, she had that stuff. She's fine. She's gonna come out and save the day now. Yeah. How did they not get ketchup on just this basic? Did you say ketchup? Oh god, fuck you. You and my son can go fuck off. Ketchup? 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 Yeah. Ketchup. No, ketchup. 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 I've got to play ketchup by putting some ketchup on this burger. Yeah, I really did not like the whole thing. Now Pepper's going to be the good guy. Well, Pepper's going to be the hero. I mean, that's part of a legitimate story arc that happened in the comics. Well, he gave her a suit. And she was a superhero for a while. I think her name was Rescue or something. And then she's retired after like two years. I don't care. That doesn't make it any less dumb. Because it was definitely that. And I was very nervous about them having, you know, 800 iron iron suits. Yeah. That was kind of... Like, where did those come from? Like... But it ended up being very awesome. Like, the, the final battle ended up being very, very entertaining because of it. Yeah, but didn't all of his suits get destroyed when the place got filled up? Where were all these suits at? They were in a bunker. Were they? Yeah. Does it tell you that in the movie or something? Yeah, yeah. Like when when they order it, like it comes from like a bunker underneath the, the stuff or whatever. My issue is why didn't he order a suit sooner? Right. Like if he could have ordered it all that time while he was not yeah. suited. Using the, the garden tools and chopping it, Home yeah. Depot to zap people with homemade tasers and shit. Yeah, like the movie had some charm to it. Like the whole the whole second act was really good. I like the movie. I just think I prefer. I'm trying to think if it's Iron Man one or Iron Man two. I like more. It's Iron Man one. Plus me. <laughs> What's the one with Jeff Bridges? One. That's the one. What was two? Oh, that was with um. The guy with the electric Whiplash? No. That movie had some problems, too. Well, all of them are good movies, yes. Yeah, they're all good. But three is better than two. Like, three actually deals with some legitimate character issues. Yeah. I like Bob Rose. He's happy. He got too much screen time in that third movie. Oh, mm-hmm. 
much Happy Hogan. Too much. That's the movie I saw just recently where he's a total dick. Oh, um, Identity Thief? You see that? Jason Bacon? Oh, I don't want to watch that crap. It was actually kind of funny. I watched, I watched a movie the other day. Um, I watched Drive. I watched it. I heard it was good. I want to say it's good because it's one of those movies that kind of engrosses you. Like, and you're jumping in situations where you probably shouldn't be jumping. It's just, it's so active. It's active and, and the tone is so well, well set. But when you break it down, that movie is just, uh, what's his name? Young Hercules. Pretty guy. What's his name? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. It's basically just Ryan Gosling staring at people for two hours. <laughs> That's all that movie is. And it goes from zero to bloody in like 30 seconds. No, screw that, in like one second. I don't even know what that movie's about at all. Ryan Gosling plays a driver. What kind of driver? Any kind of driver you need to be. Like? Like a getaway driver. Oh, okay. Sure. A stock car racer. Uh, you know, any... any. But Subway operator? In, Train conductor? Car driver. Oh. But he makes his money being a, a getaway driver. And he's good at what he does. So why is he staring at everybody? Because he's Ryan Gosling. And that's how he acts. Everybody does in every movie? He does a lot of staring, yeah. I like the young Hercules. But in this one, he stares. Like, he's given specific screen time to just stare at people. What the hell is he staring at? You. Me? You. And Carrie Mulligan. And Brian Cranston. Well, I'll make fun. Brian Cranston was standing in front of him. Whatever happened to that guy? Brian? Brian Cranston? Yeah. He was on Knock in the Middle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just fell off. <laughs> yeah, he really just fell off his mouth. Did you not see that coming? Well, he retired. Frankie Muniz. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between retiring and not and no one offering you work. No, I think he purposely after Mark Middleton I'm retired. Like he like before the show was even over. Like he's got millions and millions of dollars. Well he does have that. This music on the recording may be an issue. If it's actually picking up the music. I'm not seeing a problem here. But this is this is the elevator music version of the dance by Garth Brooks. Well, so I think we're gonna be okay because it's elevator music. Yeah. You're talking about like licensing issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't be worried about that. I mean, I don't know what song this is. It's completely unrecognizable. Right. I mean, editing a bitch, but whatever. Well. Move over there. Funny, there's speakers everywhere, so. <laughs> Did you just call me honey? Oh, funny. Oh. I have said honey, there's because No, we haven't gotten to that point in our relationship yet. Really? I thought <laughs> we were there. I'm a fast eater. It comes to me trying to have a 30 minute lunch. Yeah. For so many years. Yeah. I'm a slow eater, usually. Yeah, that steam operating system. Yeah. I'm 
like the computer I have is like maybe one or two. There's a couple pieces missing because I took them out and put them in another computer. But if I can just get a decent video card and a, you know a little bit of RAM for it. I think computers are so cheap nowadays. You can get a brand new computer that's fairly decent, like two or three bucks. Yeah. But I mean, hypothetically, couldn't you just have a computer and just run Steam on it? Like, what's the OS doing different than that? Than what Windows should be able to see? Well, with Windows, you have all of the Windows background stuff happening, you know, when you're running it. And Windows costs a hundred bucks. So if you just have the parts, yeah, you don't have to fork the money out for Windows. Isn't the OS like Linux-based or something? Yeah. And I know absolutely nothing about Linux, so... Mm -hmm. It's going to look like Steam when you install it. I guess that's really all that matters. I'm a little bit excited. A little bit. I wouldn't say I'm excited. I'm just like, that's kind of cool. So, Reed is buying a Wii U. For what, to sell it? <laughs> well, not initially. <laughs> he's buying it so he can sell it? He's buying it. And then he's going to sell it, because that's what he does. Why for? What, what does he want for the Wii U? He said he wanted to play Wind Waker. Is it really worth buying a Wii U just to play Wind Waker? I don't know. I wouldn't think so. But there's got to be something else. Right now, there's none. It's been out for, what, almost a year? Yeah. The only real games anyone wants to play are Mario Pikmin. Zelda? Zelda's not out. There's no new Zelda game for Wii U? Not yet. No, there's no Zelda game. They're, the only Mario game that's out is New Super Mario Bros. U. Which is just another new Super Mario Brothers game. It's a side-scroller, right? Yeah. Plays just like the other three. Andrew. Smash really? Brothers is coming out, though, right? The Wii U? Yeah, it's not Smash until Brothers. next year sometime. Really? Mm-hmm. Why do they launch this system for the but, like, just the basics of, like, crappy games on it? I know. I don't know. This year, though, I think Mario 3D Land is coming out. Or 3D World, or whatever the hell they're calling it. So, like Mario RPG? No. It's like. You didn't play Mario 3D Land on 3DS, so you don't have a point of reference, but. That was basically the spiritual successor to Mario 64. Right. And, Mar- I- and Mario Galaxy, so. I played um, Mario Sunshine. Uh. There. See, by not playing anything on the Wii, you missed out on some actually really good games. They're not many, but like Mario Galaxy is a fantastic game. The Wii I, that I had wasn't really mine. Like it was more for the, the children in the house. They played on it, like Rock Band and crap. And I played the, the new Super Mario Brothers for that one, and the uh, Smash Brothers on that one. But like, I think they, I don't. I don't think he got a Zelda game or anything. I think he did get a Zelda game, but I didn't play it. Mario Kart comes out this year for it. Yeah, Typically, like, Mario Kart's just, it's Mario Kart. That's like Madden 2009, 2010, like the same game. Pretty much, right? Pretty much. Fine. It's like <laughs> Crash Racing without all the, <laughs> you know, Crash Bandicoot Racing with <laughs> the graphics. Did you just <laughs> say... Mario Kart is like Crash Ra- Crash Bandicoot Racing? Yeah. That's like saying GTA is like Saints Row. It is. No, it's the other way around. Saints Row is like GTA? Yes. I'm just comparing the two. Not one over the other. 
I'm not saying one over the other. I'm just saying one came first. One's a pioneer. Yeah. Right. I'm not arguing that. There would be no crash tag racing or whatever the hell it was had Mario Kart not come out. Mario came out for 64 first, right? No. Mario Kart? Super Nintendo, you're right. Uh-huh. That's right, because that's the one I used to play with Super Nintendo. Alright, you're right. That's the one I used to play with uh, Super Nintendo. I don't think I've ever played a Mario Kart since that one. <laughs> what? No. The best one is Mario Kart 64. 64 was the last Nintendo system that I personally owned. Now, there's been other systems in my house. There was a GameCube in my house for a while. There was a Wii in my house for a while, but I didn't really like to play them like they were my systems. I really liked the GameCube. Like Metroid Prime, Pikmin, Wind Waker. Like, I really liked the GameCube. <clears throat> I liked the Metal Gear remake on there. Twin Snakes. Oh, yeah, that did happen, didn't it? Mm, it was good. It's just Metal Gear. Whatever. Son of a bitch. Mm. I'm glad that we're next to this river and Pan is playing a flute. It's a nice change. I know. Eating our Wendy's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a nice secluded spot we found. <laughs> so weird. So yeah, I'm not sure why he's buying it. But he's buying the, the special Zelda edition. I mean, that could be... I, I get buying systems because they're, like, special edition because it's kind of cool if you have the money to blow on that kind of thing. Like, I would have totally bought the Metal Gear 4 special edition of PlayStation 3 oh, when it first the, came the, out. the gunmetal gray one? Yes, I would have totally <laughs> bought that. I had the last existing one in existence in my hands, but I didn't have 500 bucks at that moment. The last existing one in existence? The, the last one that... In we, the world. When I had it... Well, I don't know if it was really in the world, but when I worked at Circuit City, there was, like, three of them. Two of them got sold, and I hid one behind the shelf... Like behind the counter for me. Listen, I was a fucking Metal Gear fan, and it even came when Metal Gear first came out. It came with the um, the hint guy for free, like as just like a bonus thing. The what? You know the the guidebook thing. The the oh oh oh. I thought you said said like hint guy, like some sort of weird Japanese trinket. (laughs) Hint guide. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the hint guy. The hint guy. Hint guy. It's like hentai. I totally stole it, too. Well, I don't know. I guess it's not technically stealing because someone bought the game and then, like, they didn't take the book with them. They're (laughs) like, "Ah, I don't care. So it was out of inventory? So it was already out of inventory, so I just took it home. And then read that book for, like, six months before I actually got a system. (laughs) That's weird. I was really into Metal Gear. I still am. It's creepy. Your face is creepy. Yeah, but I share it with everybody. That's true. Your face is like an open book. Sort of like a face book. It's this music. It's doing weird things. Yeah, this music is throwing me off. <laughs> I really hope this gets picked up on that. Because <laughs> it's going to sound like a bunch of idiots. That's true. all this music that no one can hear. I am. Uh, but I totally... Plan on buying Reed's Wii U when he inevitably doesn't want it. Well, that's the plan. I mean, that's yeah. why you're talking to buying systems. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you should totally buy a, <laughs> one of those Ouyas. This PS4, man, you should get that, dude. I'm telling you. Really? Yeah, yeah man. And then once it gets here, like, you really bought that? <laughs> yeah, I knew it was going to suck. Like, that's because I'm your friend. I'm going to do a favor for you. <laughs> bucks for it right now. <laughs> oh, you're such a good friend, Sergio. I know. I know. <laughs> yes, Reed, we're talking about you. <laughs> well, are you excited about any game coming on PS4 right now? Like, you're, like you're really, like really looking forward to it, though. Not just the games like... Like, I know you said you showed some interest in Watch Dogs or anything, but, like, games that you know are going to be coming out that may not be, like, on launch, but, like, are going to be coming out... That After are, launch? Yeah. Um, like, you know will be there eventually at some point within, like, the next Destiny. year. Destiny. 
that is PS4. I understand. Yeah. Bungie's Destiny. Isn't it? That's the company that made Halo, right? Yeah. Is this Halo related at all? No. No. It's a whole new IP. Yeah, they can't do anything with Halo. That's a Microsoft property. Oh. Isn't there like a live action Halo show on right now? The Halo show. Isn't there? No. I'm pretty sure there's a live action Halo show. There's on like TV? Yeah. No. No? Maybe is it an internet show? It might be something on like YouTube. Maybe. But there's not like I no. That sounds like something sci fi would do. Oh, they should do that. I think they do. No, there's no no. The Halo show. It's the Halo show. Starring Drew Carey. <laughs> right. As Master Chief. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to look this shit up. Like, I think that they might be in production a lot. I know they announced some weird Halo shit at E3. Like, I know there was supposed to be like a live action Halo movie but that didn't come through yeah because that's what happens movies don't get made what do you think about the the Bioshock Infinite um, DLC where it's in Rapture yeah I'm actually kind of excited about that like they, they like the whole premise of Bioshock is like the best premise for DLC ever yeah. like, like because it's you can play this is the same world, it's just a different like, universe, or a different dimension. dimension. Yeah, different different plane of existence. They have the same characters, different setting. So they could just release like 12 different episodes. One's an old you know, like a western. One of them that's it's futuristic sci-fi and still have the same characters in the same like Right, because there's so many different mm-hmm. that's what they introduced in, in Infinite. So mm-hmm. they, you, should, you, they should do like the animal version yeah, like there's an animal Elizabeth, and like she's a chimp or something. <laughs> she's a dove. Yes, she's a dove with a little necklace of a human in a cage. <laughs> or, or you play play, oh, you play one where you're the uh, where you play as a songbird. That would be fun. I think that could be cool. Or even, uh, well, I guess you do that in shot too. Oh, you can speak daddy. Yeah. Oh yeah, they did do that, didn't they? Well, that's what you are, man. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but this DLC, this is before everything goes apeshit, right? In Rapture, it's like normal Rapture. Yeah. Do you know? Do we have a release date on that yet? Um, later this year. Because I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need yeah. to get that. But me too. It's like it's gonna be like twenty bucks, I think. Fifteen, twenty bucks. Isn't the the season pass twenty bucks? No, the season pass is like thirty, I think. Oh, is it? I think. Because the first DLC was not really anything but, like, extra guns and crap, right? Yeah. Like, it wasn't any extra gameplay, it was just new guns and... Yeah, skins and... Yeah, that shouldn't count as, like, part of the season pass. Like, because it says season pass gives you three DLCs, right? Uh, I don't know, I didn't pay attention to the season pass. I don't want to commit to something that they haven't even shown me anything, you know... Shown me anything on. But it's taken a really long time to get it out. Steven Spielberg is the executive producer of the new Halo TV series. Is it on TV, though? Quite yet. Nope. Nope. That's right. Steven Spielberg did come out of the Microsoft conference. Pause recording. Pause recording. <laughs> seamless. Seamless, seamless. Action. Go. Uh, I never stopped it. Oh, sorry, I'll just cut it out. Or the stuff that I said behind your back, I'll just leave in the show. You should. You know, there was a there was one show where you guys like had to go away, and I knew it was still recording, and I just talked massive shit about you and Reed, <laughs> like in the background. Did, did I? Re- and I think did I leave it? I left it in, right? I think you did. Yeah. I don't think even that's how I knew you didn't. You weren't proofreading the shows. Before no, but this thing I proofread the shows. But you leave in stuff that you say you're going to take out. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> But I do listen to the shows before I post them. I guess there is that one time that you uh, you went on that racist tirade against uh, Clarence. <laughs> hey, you said his name Terrence. Right. I'm sorry, <laughs> Terrence. <coughs> if anybody's going on a racist tirade, it's breed. <laughs> like, let's just get this straight. Get the Asian <laughs> population. 
Or as he puts it, the Orientals. <laughs> uh, I had to explain to my roommate why it was offensive to use the term blacks. Really? Yeah. It's like, that's what they are. I'm like, no, they're people, dude. <laughs> like, like, black is not a noun. Like, right. <laughs> like, to say someone is black is one thing, but to say they're black. It's like, yeah. No. I mean, this is the South. You're going to have a lot of explaining to do. <laughs> Dude, come on. Well. And I've, I've, I've learned that Ole Miss, as, just as a whole, is casually racist. It's casual. Just out just, in the open like it's... Yeah. Like, like, like that's just how they, 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 how they do. Really? Mm-hmm. They're just... It's not even hidden well. Is it even trying to be hidden? I think, well, they're not, like... You know, it's not like billboards or anything, but... I, I, I've determined that when someone starts off a sentence, I'm not racist. They're generally going to say something that's racist. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, I'm not racist, but... I've got to say this. It's, well, you're kind of racist. Yeah. You're a racist. Yeah. Mm. I get that a lot on the phones at work. But I don't want to talk to them Mexicans. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, thank God you speak English. I, uh, when I say my name is Sergio, I'm always getting... Where are you located? <laughs> I just want to be like, Guam. <laughs> yeah, like people will be like... Istanbul. They'll be talking to me about like how they got someone overseas and they're so happy I speak English. And they're like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm in India. I'm the only white guy in India. <laughs> they're like, really? I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> I practice real hard to cover up my uh, accent. Yes. I'm as Indian as they come. It is funny, though. They always try to pick, like, an Americanized name, and you know that's clearly not their name. Hi, my name is Kevin. <laughs> my name is Kyle. How can I help you today? <laughs> Kyle. Yeah. My name is Joe America. <laughs> Joe to America. I like hamburgers. <laughs> I like the hot dog. I am big and fat. <laughs> I like the hot dog. <laughs> Give me peanut crackers. Go next. LeBron James. <laughs> it's funnier when it's outdated references that are still even set wrong. <laughs> I'm more of a fan of Scotty Pippen. <laughs> you don't know both. <laughs> I like the refrigerator Jerry. God. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay, now unplug the modem. No modem for you. (laughs) (laughs) Old ass references. That's funny. Because you know they just got Seinfeld like a week ago. Of course, yeah. (laughs) But that's a new thing. It's terrible. I'm terrible. You are terrible. We, you, you are. We, you. We already talked about this. You subject. are. A, you are a terrible person. How do you show up to work with your shirt inside out? How does that happen? You wake up late and you're rushing out the door. Never in the history of my life have I ever even come close to doing that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. I clearly I'm, I'm so concerned about my appearance when I'm at work. <laughs> That's true. It's obvious that I'm creeping in. And <laughs> Every morning before I get to work, I was like, "This jackhole's shirt is inside." And then you <laughs> failed to tell me until like an hour later. It was no, it was like twenty minutes later. I had to get to my desk and I said, "Jenna, I'm like, I don't want to be like, hey, bro, hey, 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 bro, you, yeah, I'm calling attention to you. <laughs> Just do it, I'll supervise it. Excuse me, excuse me, hey, I'm, I'm gonna need you to go in your car, go home and change your shirt. <laughs> go home and change your shirt. <laughs> change your shirt to one that's not backwards and inside out. <laughs> Did you see that Louis C.K. rant where he was talking about how, like, 200 years ago, whatever it was, we came over here, and we showed up, we're like, you're Indians, right? And they're like, no, not Indians. And he's like, you're not Indians? And I'm like, no, to- totally different thing. He's like, nah, you're Indians. <laughs> they were still calling them Indians to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. You're not Indians? No, it's, it's a totally, totally different thing. We're totally something else. Nah, you're Indians. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. I love Louis C.K. He's the funniest comedian out there right now, as far as I'm concerned. That's true. That's true. He's, he's like on some next level shit. Yeah. 
he's he's going to be up there with George Carlin as far as I'm concerned. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's not just what? on stage trying to be funny. He's just he's, funny everywhere he goes all the time. Yeah, he's he respects the art of comedy more than comedians who are just like, well, here's your sign. <laughs> Come on. Like it's weird to see like. Like you get your Larry the Cable guys and like other comedians are like, yeah, I respect him. He's great. Like he's hilarious. I'm like, really? Like that's like some of this. Like some of the stuff they do is like funny. Yes. Like Larry the Cable guy has some really funny stuff. I just I, I see I see Tomato every time I see him. <laughs> I, I can't see not see him as that now. The thing is, is they're not doing anything to move the genre forward. There's nothing innovative about you know. You might be a redneck if. That's true. There's nothing innovative about get that's, done. You know? That's really just books that they're now stay, reciting on stage. Yeah, yeah, and like, what's his name? The the the, the fat Hawaiian guy. The really fat guy. Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah. Like, Is he Hawaiian? I think he looks Hawaiian, but Samoan he's got a he's got a Latin name. So who, who cares? He's just a series of fat jokes. Like that's not not doing anything to make comedy better in the last 10 years besides Louis C.K. who's been a comedian that you know will be like totally like in that same category I think Chris Rock will be yes um Louis C.K. of course uh-huh. David Spade actually is a fantastic uh, stand up comedian Dave Chappelle Dave Chappelle yeah if Spade, I wouldn't, I if wouldn't say Spade I wouldn't Spade say Spade still did stand up comedy he's a great stand up yeah, he just doesn't do it very often. Yeah, but his stand-up is his stand-up is great. Yeah. Um, oh, what is that guy's name? I don't know what's his name. I don't know what his name is. What's he look like? He's a white guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah, the white the white comedian guy. You say Dan Cook? I'm gonna reach across this. this you don't like Dan Cook? Not really. No. I like Dan Cook. Is that funny? Him, he, I think he's really funny. I don't like his delivery. But he is really funny. Maybe it's his delivery that I just find repulsive. Yep. That could be it. Yep. Um, David Tell. Fantastic comedian. Yes. That, he doesn't get the respect here he deserves. No. He's dead, but I would say Greg Giraldo. I was just going to say Greg Giraldo, but now he's just known for being a roast guy. <laughs> yeah. The roast guy. Um, the, what's his name? The, the, the normal roast master general, but hasn't been a roast master general for like the last three roasts on Comedy Central. Um, Jeffrey Ross. He's really good too. Eh, I don't like Jeffrey Ross. Really? I I respect him. I don't. I don't <laughs> think he's. I don't think he's funny. Pat Oswald, though? Fantastic. Yes. Love Pat Oswald. <clears throat> oh, what's that guy's name? White guy, older. He was in, he's been in a couple movies. Not Galifianakis, but another weird name like Jim Gaffigan. He's pretty good. Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, that's... That's not who I was thinking of, but yes, yes, yeah, like hot pocket, like it's all hot pocket routine. Yeah, there's just so many mediocre ass comedians. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any female comedians that are like. You are laughing. Um. What's that chick that, that's sort of new? Like the last couple of years she came out? She was on the last couple of roasts too. She got Whitney, on. Whitney Cummings? No, but she's funny too. But she's not. Amy Schumer? Yes, that's what I was thinking. I do like Amy Schumer. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't like her TV show. Her TV show is terrible. Well, who watches a TV show? <laughs> well, I do. Like Daniel Tosh. Like, I watched, I watched Tosh.0 oh, because I liked his stand-up. See, and I... Watched Tosh.0 and then went and looked at Santa but didn't really care for it. What? I, I saw one show. I don't remember what it was called. Though. 
like when I saw his first stand up, I'm like, this motherfucker is so funny. That's how it was with uh, Demetri Martin. The little bits I've seen of him has been really funny. Yeah, that's why I watched yeah. his his show when it came out. I told you that. I know that. I told. special guest. Our yeah, yeah. Just gonna leave this in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not? Our special guest host. <laughs> we still got forty minutes to kill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like the golden age of comedy was like the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, Eddie Murphy was fantastic. <laughs> Richard Pryor. Oh, that's more seventies though. Yeah, that's that's older. Not Eddie Murphy's not though. That's it's like mid eighties. Yeah, yeah, but. but like there was a wave of comedians in the late 80s early 90s that were influenced by Carter (laughs) Pryor even Eddie Murphy the two Eddie Murphy specials are some of the funniest shit I've ever seen raw and And uh, delirious delirious yeah some of the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life to this day yeah you know who else is a really good stand up John Stewart I have not seen John Stewart stand up in forever. The problem with John Stewart stand up is it's topical for the time, so it's not that funny now because you're not really getting the references. I don't like topical humor. That might be why I hate all the scary movie movies. That's true. I, I, if it's because it's, it's not going to be funny in ten years, or it's not going to be funny in two years. Two years, right? No. Like the John Stewart special that I saw was from like '94. It was whatever that 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 chick uh, in the Olympics like hurt her ankle or whatever. Uh, Carrie Carrie Strug. Like that was whatever that time that was part of that. Mm-hmm. But it was really it, it's really funny. <clears throat> I was watching a, an old George Carlin comedy hour. There's like nine million of them. Which one? With, 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 uh, and they're all gold. You, you are all diseased. That's a good one. The, the he's one. so old doing that. He's not that old. He's it's it's well, it's his next to next to last one. Yes, he is pretty old. Yes, and he's so old and angry, just so angry in that special. He. Uh, that's the one where he says he stopped believing in God and now he just believes in the sun. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that one since it came out. And he starts talking about air... Like, it was really weird watching it after 9-11 because he refers to a lot of, like, airport security issues. That are a million times worse now? No, that... He was like, no one's going to do this, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty much what they did. <laughs> no one's going to get on an airplane and fly into the World Trade Center. And it's, like, it's totally just happened. It's, it's really weird seeing it afterwards, but... But, like, you see his last special, he's, like, hunched over and, like, uh, all rickety and... Yeah, that one's not very funny. Is and it may be because he's so sad. That's what it is. Because he's that special was recorded within a year of him dying. Yeah. Carlin was great. Yes. Probably one of the maybe the greatest. Yeah. Maybe he. I, I've said this before. He taught me how to be funny. <laughs> It, it, and it was just simple, simple formula. It was like, what makes something funny is it being next to something that's not funny. Right. Like you have ten normal things, and then one thing that's really fucked up. That's funny. Right. And every joke is just that manipulated in a certain way. He was a genius. Yep. I used to love Sam Kennison too. He was great. I love Kennison. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, Clay was funny, but it got to the point where, like you're just saying the same shit over and over again. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like it's it's the same joke, just worded differently every time. All right. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Speaking of good comedy specials, Bigger and Blacker. That's a great one. And what was the, what was the name of his first one? <coughs> oh, is that Louis Black? No, no, that's not <laughs> David Carr. There's another one that I think it was. Lewis Black that did Bigger and Blacker that's the one <laughs> yeah. the, the two Chris Rock specials that are like the main ones the first two yeah, are great. yeah I can't remember the first one what the name of the first one is though. 
I can't either. But yeah. And we can't talk about comedians without talking about Mitch Hedberg. Fucking genius. I love Mitch Hedberg. That was another one. I'm kind of glad he died, though. Because now he's getting some sort of outside thing. Well, no, that's the thing. Like, he didn't have an opportunity to screw up how good he was. That's true. Just like Kurt Cobain. Like, (laughs) I guarantee you, anything after In Utero would have just been ignored. It would have just been another Nirvana album, but now he's dead. Kind of like what happened to Green Day. Mm, no, I'm because Green Day put out a couple clunkers before they hit big again with that. They don't work. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna dignify that with a response. Um, I'm gonna say Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam See, is a much better answer. To here's that. the problem, though. These bands come out with too many damn albums, and it's like, like Pearl Jam has nine million albums. They've been out since '92. I know. Like that's t- what twenty years. But their first album is one of the best albums of all time. As far as I'm concerned, top ten. At least. Yeah, yeah. Ten was a fantastic album, mm-hmm. and then Versus was it was good, but not as good. Well, yeah, they, they definitely peaked, and then they never hit it up again. No, never went back up yeah. to this day. You're right, but that's how Nirvana is. That's I pictured that being how Nirvana was. It was going to be. Well, I mean, Nirvana had a kind of a shitty album the first one, and then the second one blew up, and then the third one. Oh well, yeah, good. yeah. Like they peaked, just like Alice in Chains. The first album was good, but it wasn't. It wasn't dirt. You know, right, dirt. Dirt was dirty as Alice in Chains. Yeah. And then the next album was really good, but it wasn't good. Well, no, it wasn't. Watch your mouth. I'm thinking EPs. Those were fantastic. But they're not dirt. Nothing's dirt. I don't know though, because grind. Well, I call it grind, but the one that's just a self title album. Yeah. Again, really great, great album. Great album, but it's not dirt. It's right up there with dirt, I think. Mm. And the two EPs, the uh, Sap and, and Jar Fly, fucking fantastic. True. But it's not dirt. It's not dirt. It's a different feel than dirt. Yeah. But it's still... Like, dirt is their seminal work. Like, 40 years from now... <laughs> 40 years from now, people will be like, ACDC? Oh, yeah. Back in black. They're going to be like, Nirvana? Oh, never mind. Alice in Chains? Oh, dirt. Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. Yeah, that's it. Metallica, one. the Black Album. Yeah, but the Black Album is where they got, like, mainstream. Their best album, as far as I'm concerned, is uh, Master of Puppets. Mm-hmm. It's better than Black Album, as far as I'm concerned. Master of Puppets is just, that's definitive Metallica for me. It's definitive early Metallica. Like, Metallica had two careers. Three careers. Their shitty punk Kill 'em All. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there's there's Kill 'em All through and Justice for All. The glory years. There it's, it's whatever. Then there's the Black Album through the Garage Inc. Was it that include Load and Reload and all that? Yeah. And then there's Saint Anger till today. And I, I might even love St. Anger in the second career. Like there well, here, here's the thing about Garage Inc. That was actually released in the 80s. Hatton, it was. Hatton, well, yeah, Hatton. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In the 80s as the uh, 9980p or whatever it was called. Mm-hmm. So that would be part of that first career, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I say Garage Inc., I mean... The, the, bank, one, the album that came yeah, out. Yeah, the, one, the ones that were recorded for, like, the new ones. Yeah, they just but re-recorded the new songs, right? No, well, no, they, like... It's two CDs. Right. There's the old stuff on one CD, and then there's new covers on the new CD. Um, That's where all the singles from it came from. I've listened to almost nothing since the Black Album. Almost nothing. Yeah. I've heard a song here and there. I'm like, oh, I guess that's Metallica. Like, I, I prefer Metallica from the Black Album to Garage <laughs> No, I don't. Just because that's, that's the type of music I like better. Like, I, I, I will give you, there are some fantastic tracks before the Black Album. Yeah, almost like all. Like Fade to Black. I love Fade to Black. One. It's, it's a good song. One is the... One is the puppets. One is the epitome of a metal song as far as I'm concerned. Like, that is one of the greatest metal songs of all Yes. <laughs> uh, but... The Black Album is... And will always be Metallica. Orion, that whole instrumental song is fantastic. It always reminded me of Zelda. I don't know why. Legend Zelda. Call of Cthulhu, good song. Right, but when it comes, there's a difference between being good and being socially 
it goes back to our whole definitive games thing. I'm not talking about socially accepted. I'm talking about what I think is good. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about seminal works. Stop being gross. Please. Just ate. Seminal works. Okay. Stuff that the collective consciousness of humanity will carry on as the most important work that artist does. But a lot of times they're wrong. No, no, <laughs> you, no, no. It's not the best or the you know. So, if, so you're telling me if society suddenly says, you know what, Death Magnetic was their their yeah. their epitome album. You're yes. like, yeah, I guess they're right about that. Yeah, really. It's like Wikipedia. Like, once the collective makes the decision, your opinion doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, I guess I can see that. Still a dick though. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying like. Yeah. But yeah, 50 years from now, the only thing anyone's ever going to remember about Green Day is American Idiot and Dookie. Dookie That's was it. a great album. And they may not even remember Dookie. Really? Really. Like, Dookie was a great album. Yeah, yeah. Influential album. Yeah. But technically, American Idiot was probably a bigger hit. Probably. Although I still enjoy Dookie more than American Idiot. Yeah, I like Dookie more than American Idiot. I like, like, I like, like Dookie. <laughs> do you like Dookie? I like Dookie. Stone Temple Pilots, the first album. That's going to be the one that's going to be like yeah. famous for. Yeah. Even though I think... <sighs> purple? I like Purple a lot. Purple's good too, but it's not... That's right, it's not. It's not. It's not. I it's can't not. even remember what the name of the first time is a time of brain fire. Core. Core, that's right. It's not core. Yeah. Soundgarden. Their album not it's not their first one, it's the um Super Unknown. Super Super Unknown. Unknown. Yeah. And that's only because of Black Hole Sun. There's some good songs on there. Uh, true, but Black Hole Sun is That's the one they're known for. Yeah. yeah. They're super they're super uh, known for. Ah, uh, yeah, no, that didn't work. That's what they're super known for. Super known for. Yeah. <laughs> Bell and Black Days is a great song. Mm-hmm. One of their best songs, right? Like Spoon Man. Great I song. love Spoon Man. Like, that's one of my favorite rock band songs, is Spoon Man. It's a good song? It's one of the only songs that has a drum solo in With the spoons. entire game. With spoons. <laughs> With spoons. A spoon solo. In the entire game. There's only like two or three songs that have legitimate drum solos. But that's really... Not even really a drum solo. I guess it's percussion because it's spoons, so technically. Because it's, it's drums while the spoons are playing. <laughs> so I guess technically, yes, it is a drum solo. <laughs> it's a spoon solo. No, it's not. There's, he's playing spoons during the drum solo. No, he's still. If he, he might be playing them onto drums. No, the guy's doing. During the drum solo, there's doing spoons. There's another guy playing the spoons. In addition to the drums? Yes, at the same then time. Then that's not a dr- spoon solo. I guess it is a spoon solo, but it's a drum solo. That's what I just said. Why are you arguing with what I just said? I don't said. know what you're saying. I, I don't said, listen I to said, what you have to I said, say. Typically, it's not a drum solo because you're playing the spoons, too. So, I mean, it's not a spoon solo either. Wait, I don't even hear the spoons. Why do you think it's called spoon? Because it's about a dude with spoons. If they're going to sing this song about a solo that's coming up, watch out. <laughs> It's actually a song about drugs from what I understand. Oh, uh, that makes sense. You didn't know that? Oh, I thought it was about some Indian dude. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. Native American dude. But, ah, you're Indians. Ah, you're all Indians. You're not Indians? Ah, you're Indians. I'm going through my mental... Rolodex of you my are like mental. 15 year old self CD collection on my shelf. <laughs> okay, what's the se- what is the seminal Aerosmith album? The one that they're going to be famous for probably get a grip. Although they have a Ooh, they have an older uh-huh. they have an older their older stuff is added. Then again, they they had two careers as yeah. well. Yeah, I'd say in the 90s get a grip. Mm. That's the one that has um, crazy and all that shit on it, right? Oh, well, I guess yeah, get a grip. Yeah, but that's not the one that Jenny, Jamie's got a gun on. Right, that was eighties. Also, doesn't have um, that was eighties. 
<laughs> no, that's still all part of the same era, though. Is it? Yeah. Because, like, I mean, that was like 93, 94 when Get a Grip came like, out. Permanent, permanent Vacation, Pump, Get a Grip. Honestly, I'm not that huge of an Aerosmith fan. Oh. <laughs> like, I had Get a Grip, but... I, um... But they've got songs like Sweet Emotion's a great song. I like and that song. That's, and that's 70s. Yeah. Late, late 60s, 70s. So the bands like Aerosmith and Led Zeppelin, you just can't... Like, you can do that with Led Zeppelin. They're Led just, Zeppelin is for, their fourth album. So, 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 had no had name. It was Led Zeppelin 4. Is that the one with... Stairway I'm pretty sure that's the one with Stairway to Heaven. Whatever that one is, that's the one. Yeah. Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Sure. Or The Wall. I don't like Pink Floyd. What is wrong with that? I just don't like Pink Floyd. You're crazy. You're crazy. Pink Floyd is fan-fucking-casted. Every chance I've given Pink Floyd has been boring. Well, they've got a lot of albums that suck. You've got to listen to the right albums. That means they suck. (laughs) No, because there was a difference from when the guy who was the original guy died, and then they started making other albums. Like, anything after The Wall, I don't give a shit about. But like Dark Side of the Moon, that album beginning to end is fantastic. Yeah. The Wall beginning to end is fantastic. Yeah. I got nothing for it. Even the live album they did Pulse was great, and that was later on. Okay. I got nothing. How do you not like Pink Floyd? Us and them. Pink Floyd, I guess, falls into one of those categories that I wish it was somebody I liked. I just don't. I don't really care for the Rolling Stones. I kind of like Radiohead. Like, I kind of wish I liked Radiohead, but then when you listen to Radiohead, it's like, yeah, this guy knows. Then there's another group of bands that I... You like I, that you wish you didn't like? No, no. That if I put time into, I know I would like. I just don't because I'm lazy. Like, what? like Depeche Mode. Yeah, I guess there are those kind of groups. Like The Cure. <laughs> yeah. Those are Daft Punk. Like, I'm pretty sure I would really dig Daft Punk if I really, really... Don't think I would really like that. Dug, dug my teeth into some Daft Punk. You ever heard of the Glitch Mob? I've heard of them. That, their album, the, they have one album, but that album is really good to get together. That's a really good album. The Glitch Mob. Glitch Mob. That sounds like a techno group name. It's electronic. I think it's a play of the Lynch Mob. <laughs> Very little singing on that. Like they'll bring in like I think there's two songs that have singing on it. It's really tough for me to get into instrumental stuff. Really tough. I like instrumental stuff. Which I, I, I don't know what it is. I guess it's not just like singing so much or vocals so much. I, I love India. I'll live right here. Well, see, here's the thing. There's a couple of albums with each of these groups that I really love, so I'm like, I really like that. Like, the first two Enya albums are fantastic from beginning to end. There's When I Die and Go to Heaven, which I won't because there's no heaven and no God. Yeah, and plus you're not going to die. Right. But Enya's what's going to be playing. That's the heavenly sweet soul music. It is the soundtrack to heaven. Yes. And then you can go into the Slayer room and, you know, where... Slayer. You like Slayer? Uh, uh, dude, I don't like old school heavy metal. Like, there's very few, like, heavy. Like, Metallica is the only one in Megadeth. You don't like that one album? <laughs> no, I really like Countdown to Extinction. Yeah, that's the, that's the only album I'll listen to. Like, and a few other songs here and there. But I've Count tried to listen to other Megadeth. It's like, oh, okay. It's, it's so yeah. 80s sounding. It sounds like the soundtrack to, like, a 80s action movie. Yeah. But Countdown to Extinction is a fantastic album. Yes. That's on par with. They're releasing Countdown to Extinction live. They're gonna. Why? Like, I think they they went on tour and did an entire tour where they just played the entire Countdown to Extinction album. They just re-released the Countdown to Extinction album, but with like bonus tracks and stuff on it, and mm-hmm. it's like it's cleaned up and stuff in certain areas. And no, don't, don't mess with them. Don't don't George Lucas that shit. Yeah, they did the same thing with Pearl Jam. They, they re-released 10 and they totally screwed it up. No, I wouldn't say this. They, they just remixed it. Like, yeah, it, and I don't like Some it. levels up, some levels down. I don't like it. I, I listen to it and it's missed like they, some, some Pearl Jam songs have some weird stuff in the background, like weird sounds that you don't really notice that they're there until you realize, hey, it's not there anymore. Yeah. Like, and I mean, they, they got rid of that. I don't like that. <laughs> I like those sounds. That album was perfect just the way it was. 
don't remix my shit. <laughs> Unless it's a remix. Right. Like, I'm okay with remixes. Like, if you're making a different song out of that song, whatever, that is what it is. But don't. Linkin Park has a new remixes, remixes album coming out. Don't like Linkin Park. What? I, I take that back. I don't know enough Linkin Park to really give a shit. Oh. Like, I know, like, the one or two songs that are, like, crawling or whatever. Cro- clawing, whatever it is. Yeah, crawling. That's crawling, right. whatever it is. Uh, you, you immediately jump to their worst song. Good job. No, that's the only song I know. I know. I, I can't think of any other songs. In the end. Isn't that the same song? I don't know. No, no I'm a huge Linkin Park man. Yeah, not me. Nine Inch Nails? Uh, I can like a few of their stuff. You know, here and there. What album are they going to remember for? Uh... Spiral. spiral. Yes, yeah. that's the correct answer. Yeah, that's another band that I would love to see them in concert on drugs. <laughs> Where they're on drugs or you're no, on I'm drugs? Okay. They could be on drugs too. That probably improve the show. But I would love to go to a Nine Inch Nails concert. They put on a good show. I've seen some of their live stuff, and they put on a fantastic show. I like a lot of Nine Inch Nails actually. We got twenty minutes. We should probably leave soon. We'll sleep now. Okay. Um, yeah. What are we talking about? Music? How do we get on? Seminal. Yeah, semen. We're talking about semen. semen. Yeah. yeah. How do we get on that topic? Trying to kill time. Maybe. For, for a podcast. It's a good topic. We don't talk about music very often. That's, yeah, that's true. That's right. When, and we definitely don't need to bring Reed into it. Because he's gonna be like, is this Def Leppard? No, I don't know. <laughs> I really like that Manfred Mann song. What, what about Poison? I think I know a Poison song. <laughs> and no, I'm serious that he knows nothing about music at all. No, I know somewhat about music. I guess I'm a lot. I was really into music when I was younger. And then I just pretty much at this point in my life, Christine's even said it, you found what you liked and that's what you're sticking with. Yeah. Like you don't need, there's no room for new music. I'm like, eh, that's not true. I mean, there's some new music that I like here and there, a song or two, but nothing like I used to be. Like you are very much like the average person. Like the average person thinks the music they grew up with is the best music. Well, yeah, of course. Period. Because that, that music was the soundtrack to a certain part of my life. Yeah. And as you get older, you know, you're going to get that, that all this music, they, nowadays just just noise. It's all just noise. You it know? is just noise. And it's not. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not any worse or any better than what you grew up with. So you're going to sit here and tell me. Yes. Whatever you're suggesting, yes. That you like large penises in your butt. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you, you, well played. Well played. <laughs> No, I'm not really at the point. Like, I, I don't really care for dubstep. That's that sounds like just annoying robot seizures to me. <laughs> yeah, and, and see, it's fun. I, re- I I like it because it's fun. I like. I, it's not that I don't like it, but a lot of it sounds the same to me. It's yeah, yeah. It's formulaic. It's wub wub, wub wub. And the thing is, a lot. The same can be said about grunge. That's true. Same can be said about hair metal. Same thing can be said about hair metal. Is just awful. It's really not. I don't like 80s glam rock. Uh, I, I like it to a point. Like, once you cross the line, you're like, she's my cherry pie. Like, <laughs> no, but, like, Kickstart My Heart by uh, Motley Crue is one of the bangingest fucking songs ever recorded. Are you serious? Serious. Like, Motley Crue had some good songs, but it's still a glam rock hair band. You, you cannot drive slow when listening <laughs> to Kickstart My Heart. It's wow. impossible. Impossible. You, you, you'll manage. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's not what I thought. It's like, oh my god, that was great. <laughs> so there you have it. Reality Brunched, episode two. Uh, tune in next time. Uh, hopefully we can get a proper podcast going. Who knows? Uh, otherwise, I got a couple of these banked. Another one with Josh and another, um, one with Reed. The one with Reed is really good, so... Uh, Look for those coming in the near future. Otherwise, visit the website, techpedition.com, and listen to other Reality Breached episodes. Uh, we recently wrapped up our definitive games arguments, um, which th- those are always fun. Uh, tune in next time. My name's Sergio, and catch you later.